Alright, Rough Golfers, I want to give you guys a warning before I start this podcast because what I have to say about a particular topic that occurred over this past weekend at the PGA Championship might upset some of you. Okay, You, you might not be happy with me, you may not uh, agree with me, and that's okay. I just want to get it out there because I'm tired of seeing the game of golf being treated this way, and I think something needs to change in order for everyone to move forward. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 39 of the Rough Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to be covering the PGA Championship, and I'm actually going to be releasing this a little bit early, simply because I'm so excited about the PGA Championship and what happened, what transpired there. I'm also going to be talking about this beef that these live haters out there just keep perpetuating, okay? Guys, I'm tired of it. Stop. Just leave it alone, okay? Just enjoy golf for what it is. And then, lastly, we're going to round out with the puff piece, okay? The soft-hearted happiness in professional golf. We're going to be talking about Michael Block. Yes, that club pro that did so well at the PGA Championship. What a fantastic turn of events for him. So happy for the guy. So we are going to cover all those topics today in this episode. So let's get to it. Today, PGA Championship. Okay, the aftermath. We've got Brooks Kepka winning the PGA Championship, showing he still has what it takes. Man, what a difference we see in Brooks Kepka compared to his uh, personality, his mindset in the full swing uh, episode, I think it was season, uh, episode two, uh, where he just felt like he could not compete with you know anybody on the tour. I think he mentioned Scotty Scheffler by name just because Scotty was on a heater, but he just felt like you know he's questioning his ability as one of the greatest golfers out there at the time, four-time major championship winner, and uh, thought maybe he you know just didn't have what it takes. But that is clearly, clearly not true. I mean, the man played some fantastic golf at the PGA Championship. So happy for him. So glad that he is back on top. He's got this confidence boost. Now a five-time major championship winner, which puts him in, I think it's like a group of 20 golfers that have ever done something like this. And this is this is even more difficult in the stroke play era, okay? Stroke play and match play. If some of you guys aren't familiar with that, then you need to do a little bit of research on that. But basically, match play is, is kind of like between two people, and it's it's a lot easier to win the hole if somebody just has a bad hole versus adding up stroke play over four days. So long story short, stroke play is a more difficult form of golf. I don't care what you say. But proving that Brooks Kepka uh, is a fantastic and amazing professional golfer winning in the stroke play era. So... Congrats to Brooks Kepka. Now, it puts him in a top class of golfers, okay? And I don't care what you say out there, whether you're a PGA fan, a live fan, like myself, you enjoy watching them both because it's golf. I mean, come on. How does it get any better than that? Uh, I don't care who you support. You have to admit, Brooks Kepka is one heck of a golfer, okay? And this is just adding to that resume of stellar performances. And this is, I mean, this is a major championship, okay? The heat is on, all right? I mean, you could just, it's like a, a furnace out there, man. I mean, you, you got all this pressure, all this stress, all these eyes on you. Everybody's watching you, you know. Just think about what it takes to, you know, make a putt or 
make sure that you're getting up and down. Every shot has to be on point. You've got to be solid enough to recover when you don't hit a great shot. I mean, the pressure that these guys are under, especially in a major championship, is immense. I, I can't imagine what it would be, you know, what it would be like. Okay, so I'm sure that this has done good things for his confidence, and I'm, you know, I'm happy to see that because I think Brooks Kepka has a lot of great golf left in him. I think he will win another major championship. Is he going to? I mean, it's like every time <laughs> I, I watch a lot of golf media, read a lot of golf media, and every time, you know, you've got someone who who performed really well in the past. There's talk about like, oh, he's he's going to be on a heater now. He's going to win all the the next uh, you know uh, matches that he plays in, and all the next and all the tournaments that are coming up. He's going to take them all. He's you know he's a force to be reckoned with. And I I can get that they're you know excited about a now five time major championship winner. You know maybe finding his game or getting back into the groove. But to think that he's just going to go on this long run of continual wins is, is just not responsible because you got a lot of other sharks out there that are, you know, <laughs> swimming around and, and uh, vying for the top position in the major championships that are left. So I don't think he's going to, you know, uh, just straight win everything from here on out. But I think this is a very good sign. I think he's got more major championships uh, wins in him. Um, and that's just, that's fantastic. Okay. So congrats to Brooks Kepka. Uh, I'd like to see what you were going to do in the future, man. And I think the rest of the golf world is super excited about what you're going to do as well. And, uh, you know, great job golfing out there. So now we're going to move on to this thing. that's just, it's driving me crazy. Okay. After watching the PGA championship and that, you know, great win by Kepka, what happens? Okay. Yeah, there, there's people that uh, say, oh, this is, you know, this is the changing uh, for his career. He's back on top. But then you have all these other voices that just want to focus on the negative. And are, are there, people are like out there looking for potential disses to live golf or Kepka or, you know, if it ain't the PGA, they're going to they're going to find some way to, you know, manipulate the story and shape it to their narrative to see something that was not even there. Okay, perfect example. All right. Kepka is take has getting his pictures. Okay, he's getting his pictures at the at the uh, the end of the PGA Championship with the trophy there. Everybody's coming up and smiling. You know, some of them are shaking the hands, and th- that was the big big break there. Okay, Seth Waugh, All right, decided not to shake Kep's, Kepka's hand. Okay, he just stood up there for a couple of pictures. Turned, said something to Kepka, which, here's the strange part, made Kepka smile and laugh. And then Seth Waugh laughed and he walked away. Now, the the reaction that people got from that was that, I think it was a Twitter remark by some, I don't know, dude out there who, who wanted to say, you know, see a diss where there wasn't one, who said, oh, you know, Seth Waugh won't shake Brooks Kepka's hand because uh, he's a live player. No, no, that's not it at all. Seth Wall then has to come out and defend himself and explain why he didn't shake his hand and what he said to Kepka, which I don't remember verbatim what it was, but it was essentially like, they've got enough pictures of me, you know, well, I don't need to be standing here all this time. So essentially it was just laughing off a, you know, a formality that occurs when a player wins a championship, a major championship, especially. So there was no diss there. There was no hatred towards Liv. Guys, the PGA championship is not even affiliated 
with the PGA Tour. The two split off around 1968, I believe. So th there is no affiliation. Yes, it's the same three letters, okay? And I could I, I get the confusion for some people out there, but there's no affiliation. So that's why live players were allowed to compete in the championship to begin with. So this whole just like made up diss at uh, Kepka is just, it's ridiculous, okay? And you know what? I'm tired of people perpetuating the malarkey. All right, there I said it, malarkey. All right, it's going to continue to feed the feud when we should be starving it and just focusing on great golf, growing the game of golf, watching these professional players perform on Live Tour and the PGA Tour. I mean, the, the two can coexist. Again, I called for it, you know, in several previous podcasts. Let's have a let's have a Super Bowl of golf where we have Live versus PGA. I mean, come on, and then bring in the uh, the European tour. I can't remember exactly what that tour is called, but bring in the European tour, okay? And let's just take top, you know, top ten players from each tour, and have a, a seventy-two hole shootout. You know, let's see who 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 comes in first there. But we we need to stop seeing things that aren't there, okay? Especially with these disses. Uh, to live golf and PGA golf and this fighting back and forth and just start saying, okay, live golf's here to stay. They're not, they're not giving up on it. There's no sign that they're slowing down. You, you, you'll read in the media that live golf's not turning a profit and nobody likes it and nobody's interested in it, but that's certainly not the case down in Australia. They had a packed house. Okay. I mean, loved it. So, uh, we need to, you know, stop trying to, uh, you know, damage each other's uh, outlook on golf or whatever, and just enjoy that there is professional golf, more professional golf now than there was previously. I mean, that's that's great. So let's talk about a couple other things for for all you uh, live haters, okay, and you you guys that want to see um, something when there's nothing. Uh, we're going to talk about Bryson DeChambeau congratulating. Brooks Kepka on his win. So you can consider that their feud is no longer occurring. All right. And I often wonder how many of, of these feuds that are created are done so for press, you know, or done so to drum up a little, little something, something in between major championships or big golf tournaments, you know, just a little something to give the, the golf world and golf community to nibble on to, uh, to talk about. I don't know. And then, to cap this all off, I was so happy to see this. It made me overjoyed because I can see light at the end of the tunnel of this, this horrific you know, argument between Live Golf and the PGA Tour. The golden boy for the PGA Tour, Rory McIlroy himself, congratulates Brooks Kepka and gives the guy a hug. Okay, If you don't believe me, go out there and check the video out. It happened, people. It really happened. All right, That is a good sign. That is a sign that people can grow out of this, you know, ridiculous argument and come together and say, man, you played a great 72 holes. Congratulations on, on taking home the W, you know. We're going to go back out there and we're both going to go to our separate tours and continue to play, but there's no reason we can't be civil, you know. So that if they can get it right, the guys that are involved, then why can't any of us on the outside that continue to see something that's not there, realize that we need to stop this 
and come together and just enjoy Live Golf and the PGA Tour for what it is and think of the possibilities in the future for what it could be. I mean, come on. Who wouldn't want to see a golf Super Bowl? Really? I know I would. Certainly. So, good all around. People out there that are haters, check yourself, all right? Just just work on seeing the good instead of making up things that aren't there. All right? Now, we're going to be talking about Michael Block, okay? This was probably the coolest thing to come out of the PGA Championship for me. I mean, I'm glad Kepka won, and, you know, uh, that's great for him. Five-time major championship winner now. Congrats. But who doesn't love Michael Block's story, okay? This, this guy is awesome, all right? This is, I was more interested in watching him and what he did than who was winning the tournament, okay? And I think down the, down the line, 10 years from now, when we're talking about the, the 2023 PGA Championship, I guarantee you there's going to be fewer people who are remembering that Brooks Kepka took home the trophy and a lot more remembering that Michael Block, that uh, PGA club pro, um, finished T15 and had a hole-in-one. I mean, his, his round was awesome. I think it was 70, 70, 70, and then 71. Tied T15, qualifies for the 2024 PGA Championship. Go, Mr. Block. Uh, had a hole-in-one in front of Rory McIlroy. You're paired, first off, you're paired with Rory McIlroy. And you're, a, I mean, I, no disrespect to club pros out there because you guys are awesome and you do a lot for the game of golf. But I imagine that it doesn't, you don't have a lot of opportunities to play with, like, you know, the the superstars on tour. You know, the, the big, big names, the household names. You know, so I, I cannot imagine what it must have been like for him to be paired with Roy McIlroy and then and then to hit a hole-in-one in front of the guy. I mean, come on. How awesome is that? Way to go, Michael Block, dude. That that was just, to see that, I it was awesome. It was, I'm so happy for you. Now, if this guy's week wasn't good enough already, he's finished T-15th. He wins over a quarter of a million dollars. I want to say it was like $288,000 and some change. Okay, over a quarter of a million dollars. His highest winnings to date were, I believe it was in 2014 or 2015. It was a PGA Club Pro Championship, I think. And he won $75,000, which is a good chunk of change. But this one on a national stage, you know, major championship finish, way to go. I mean, could, could this guy's life get any better? Okay, how awesome is that? And he's just a regular guy, which makes it all the sweeter. Yeah, he's a club pro. Yeah, he's a, he's an excellent player, but he's still very close to you know your local guy at the club who uh, is a you know maybe a plus one handicap, you know scratch plus one. It just goes to show we can all have really really good days. I mean, think about it. This guy parred. He I mean he basically shot par on the course with the exception of Friday when he's one over. Because it's par 70 course. He shot par. He wasn't in the 60s. Okay. He was, he, he didn't have a, a big old uh, negative next to his score. Okay. He, he wasn't like, you know, minus four or minus five. He wasn't shooting like that. He was just shooting par. Okay. And I think the one reason that people identify so much with, with uh, his performance is he's very, very close to your, you know, really, really good golfer. He's accessible. You could actually take a lesson from this guy now. You know, I'm sure once he's done competing out on the tour and he comes back home to California, I'm sure he's going to do that. 
but you, you get an opportunity to, you know, uh, see just this run-of-the-mill, everyday average guy go out there and compete with the pros and do really well. Shoot, I mean, par on that course is very hard to achieve, and he did it. You know, beat John Rahm, previous world number one. Beat John Rahm on a golf course. So what I like to get at with, with that point is that for us average golfers out there, okay, never give up hope. You can have great golf in you. You can play great golf. You are going to have the round or rounds or week of your lifetime at some point, and you should enjoy every minute of it out on the golf course, okay? So don't give up hope. You're just starting out. You're shooting high scores. Don't give up hope. You're a rough golfer. You're going to get through this. You're going to improve your game, and you're going to enjoy the game of golf the more you improve. Every time I go out and I fail, playing around a golf in any way, maybe I hit it out of bounds, maybe I two chip, three putt, whatever. I always try to learn from that and I always see it as a challenge that I need to address on my next round of golf. So guys, don't give up hope. Go out there, keep on swinging. And anytime you get discouraged about your game, just think of Michael Block and what he did and what that means for all of us average golfers out there. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please leave a rating or review. Definitely helps out the podcast or comment down below. Let me know what you think. Maybe you disagree with me on the whole uh, the live-hating uh, situation, but you know I want to know. I'm, I want to talk this out with you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, keep on swinging.